0: Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about creativity, and I got asked a phenomenal question on a recent podcast that I was on. It really, really, really made me think. This gentleman asked me, he said, Shannon, where do you think your creativity comes from, inspiration or frustration? And I was like, wow, I have never been asked that question. I thought, hmm, I want to talk to you about this. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about it on the Team Success Podcast. And as I gave it some thought, I realized it actually comes from both. So inspiration is definitely part of it. But the one that was easiest to figure out and easiest to relate actual specific creative projects to was frustration. So I want you to ask yourself the question, where does your creativity come from? Does it come from inspiration or does it come from frustration? so here was my thinking about it that i wanted to talk to you about so if i think about okay why did i write the team success handbook why did i write multiplication by subtraction why did i even create the strategic coach team programs in the first place it came because i saw some problems i saw some issues that i thought i could help with i thought i could make a contribution to so it came out of frustration. And I kind of love actually that both frustration and inspiration are emotional basis for coming up with new ideas about things. And I do think emotion is a key part of creativity. So we'll get back to that in a little bit. So let me just make some of those connections. So when I started the strategic coach team programs, it came out of one, a desire on my part to kind of be a little bit more intellectually challenged. I was doing sales and I was good at it, but it was a numbers game and I needed something to challenge me a little bit more intellectually. So I went back to school, and I had to come up with this idea for a training program. I was like, oh, my gosh, where do I? I don't know how to create a training program. What am I going to do? And then I was thinking back to my then sales calls with my clients, and what had happened was clients called me up and said, Shannon, can you please explain the strategic coach program to my team because apparently I'm not doing a very good job, okay? And I'd taken a stab at doing that with some of their teams. And then a couple of times team members called me up and said, what have you done to my entrepreneur? They're acting differently and they want to know why. So that was enough. I don't need a lot of information before I start things, but I put those two things together and came up with as a project, a one day team workshop for the team members of our clients at Strategic Coach to help them understand what their entrepreneurs were up to in coach. Because all of a sudden they started taking more free days and they started having these things called focus days and they wanted to do their unique ability. And the team was like, what's a free day and why do you want 40 of them? (laughs) So my job was to bridge that gap. So there was a need there, which actually is really the source of most entrepreneurial businesses is they see a need out there, they see a problem to be solved. So this is a very tried and true way of coming up with things. And as I'm talking, I hope you're thinking of some new problems you could solve for other people, by the way. And then when I the team success handbook came out of the entrepreneurial attitude exercise, which came out of that one day team workshop, because as I was coaching things like the entrepreneurial time system and unique ability, it was thinking in about an inch, maybe less. And I thought, mm, there's something missing. And what was missing was the mindset, the attitude behind who you needed to be as a team member to have this make sense. So I identified 12 behaviors, and this was in cooperation and collaboration with my team teammates looking at our company which team members were really successful which team members do we know on our clients teams that were great and what attitudes did they exhibit and we came up with 12 and that was really the basis for the book and the problem i was trying to solve there is as i was coaching these attitudes in the team workshops it was only reaching a relatively small number of people you know very healthy number of people in some ways, but it wasn't reaching all of our clients' team members. So I wanted to have a vehicle, a way to get it into the hands of a lot more people. So I ended up writing the book. Plus Dan said, hey, write a book. And I said, okay. So I did. And it was easy. Well, relatively easy because I already had the 12 ideas and I've been talking about them for 12 years, literally. So I kind of just wrote down my conversation. Interestingly enough, a little aside here, is that the introductory chapter Took me as long to write as it did the 12 attitude chapters. (laughs) Cause that was, that was the part I hadn't talked about as much and didn't have quite that same feeling of comfort with the content. So it all came together finally, but that part was by far the most challenging because it was newer. So I was solving a problem there. It was fun when I wrote the book and I tell our clients, I wrote this book so you didn't have to. And they're like, Oh, thank you. And they're like, how does she know me so well? And team members have read it and said, how did they know you? (laughs) Because I know they haven't been a coach that long. And it's like, well, because most entrepreneurs are very much the same. And it's a book that's very honoring and respectful of both entrepreneurs and team members. But that was what I was trying to solve. And then multiplication by subtraction was my absolute and total frustration and anger, to be honest, when I would work with an entrepreneur and a senior team leader who when I met them, it was glaringly obvious to me that that person was in it for their reasons, not the company's. And I would tell the entrepreneur, they go, really? No. And then two years later, it's like, oh, yeah, you know that person you talked about? Uh, you were right, Shannon. I'm like, darn. I wish I was wrong, but I wasn't. So I wanted to help my clients get clear on who was and was not a right fit team member. Same with team leaders that I work with. You know, when I see a wrong fit team member, it rubs me the wrong way. It triggers me. Put it that way. And I want to give people clues to help move their seat on the bus so they could be a great player on the team. Or I want to help them have confidence on how to exit someone if it wasn't a right fit. So both people could be better off. But that was 100% out of frustration. So those are more top of mind. And if you think about a system you've instituted or a process you've put in place or something that you've written or even a procedure that you're like, oh, it'd be much better if we did things this way, it's probably because the way it was happening bugged you. (laughs) There was something about it that wasn't working. So I think frustration is awesome as a source of raw material for where to look at how to make things better. And not from the complaint side, but from the raw material side. You know, in our strategy circle, our tagline for it is obstacles are actually the raw material for achieving your goals. And I think that is so true. So when we look at obstacles, we're like, not as like, oh, they shouldn't be there. They're just irritating. But we're really like, oh, this is something to be transformed. This is an opportunity for creativity. This is an opportunity for me to come up with a better way to do things. Yay. This is awesome. This is a way for you to contribute. This is a signpost. Take it. (laughs) Go in that direction. So I think our perception and how we look at those things actually can totally shift our mindset. And when we shift our mindset, we can take much more constructive action. Now, there is another source of creativity, thankfully, and that is inspiration. And this happens a lot to me when I am talking with people who have a different perspective. You know, I got totally inspired out of that podcast I did to think, oh my gosh, I want to talk about the where's creativity come from, especially on an entrepreneurial team that frankly demands our creativity, because things are changing. Things need to be done differently. If we're going to go 10 times, we can't keep doing the same thing the same way we've always been doing it. So you really want to have a way where you know, you can be inspired. And so inspiration for me comes out of usually conversation. So I am surrounded by very bright, yet also very different people than I am. And I get to be in conversation with brilliant entrepreneurs, phenomenal team members, great colleagues. As long as I take the time and just don't think that my ideas are the best ones, and I'm open to other people's input, I get really inspired. It's like, oh, I could talk more about that, or that's a really valuable avenue to explore. And I notice sometimes if I get too isolated, or I just get too focused on delivering, and I'm not actually getting any input, if I don't have time to read, that's a big thing for me. If I don't have time to read and take in new ideas, I feel kind of empty. So actually, one of my I actually call it one of my unique ability activities, is learning. What's nice about that is when I take stuff in, I also curate it because I know what I like and what I don't like and what I think is useful for my audiences and what is not. And then I share that information back. It could be anything from posts on Facebook to podcasts with you to, I love being in the workshops with Dan because how I get ideas for our Inside Strategic Coach podcast is from stuff he said. Or I'm like, oh, I want to pursue that idea. Let's have have this be our next conversation. So when I'm around smart people, and again, that can be in book form, that can be in workshop form, that can be in just in the hall conversation, I get inspired. Dan Sullivan talks about this a lot. He says, people need to take their ideas a lot more seriously. And that's kind of what I want to encourage you to do out of this conversation is to take your inspiration or frustration seriously, and use them as raw material for making an even bigger contribution. That's kind of what we want to do. We want to innovate. We want to improvise. We want actually to improve. And so you may not think of yourself as an innovator, but I guarantee if you were to look at the system that you were responsible for running and making sure that things go well, you could look at it and find some efficiencies. You could find some time savings. You could probably find some money savings. You could find some ways where, where people just didn't have to put forth as much effort. If you actually took that few minutes, say, okay, how could we do this even better? And that is worth a lot. Some people in our company are really good at bringing in new money, for which we're very appreciative. And other people, and I think of one of my colleagues in Chicago, Michael, who is one of the best negotiators I have ever met. He always questions the price. And I can name other people who do that. And even though I'm the Colby profile, I'm a nine quick start, which is very negotiable. I am probably the world's worst negotiator. (laughs) Someone gives me a price like in a market. I'm like, okay. And yet Michael has no qualms and no fear saying, "Mm, hmm, that seems a little high. Can you do better? I'm like, oh wow. And I'm just impressed and I can do what he, I mean, I could learn from him how to do it, but I think I would still have butterflies in my tummy <laughs> as I had that conversation. He's fearless. And the amount of money that people have saved, that he's saved, that other people have saved is incredibly impressive to me. And I think really both are super important. So I'm not just talking about how to innovate new money-making ideas. I'm also talking about how to save. And it's a different mindset, different skill set. Efficiency thinking is one way to put that. And I really appreciate that telling because I don't have it. So whatever it is, and look at what excites your emotions. When something's really rubbing you the wrong way, That is grist for the mill. When something is getting you excited, pay attention to that and go, oh, can I write that down somewhere? So, how can you take action on just building your creativity muscles? How can you get even stronger at this? Well, number one is write it down. I actually capture all of my ideas for podcasts on a Trello board. So, I have the Inside Strategic Coach podcast I do with Dan. So, I'll be literally in a meeting with him or in a workshop and I'll pull up my phone, which looks rude, perhaps, but I explain, I'm like, okay, hang on, I got to capture that idea because I want to do that for our next podcast. Everyone's like, cool. I can be out somewhere talking to somebody. I'm like, hang on a second. I want to write down that idea. So capturing it, taking it seriously. Don't let it just float away. Don't let it be a soap bubble (laughs) that pops. You want to actually take it seriously. And then another cool idea, and this actually came from James Altucher, A-L-T-U-C-H-E-R, jamesaltucher.com is where you can check him out. And he has a really fun, playful idea. His way of putting it is he calls it ideas having sex. (laughs) said what you want to do is put a bunch of ideas together, and then they'll make new ideas. They'll be like rabbits. <laughs> and if you put them together, they'll make more rabbits. So you want to do the same thing with your ideas. And I was thinking about this this morning. It's like, what I want to do is basically get a, you know, 11 by 17 piece of paper and just put all my ideas on a page and just see what connections I can make. And Dan has always been really good at this. He said, OK, I want you to integrate what your thinking is. So integrate your ideas and see what new things pop out. What new baby rabbits can be produced? And he has a really interesting habit that he talks about, which is really making a discipline in the morning to write down 10 ideas. And then talking with a colleague who's doing some work with him, he said, yeah, the first four ideas are pretty easy. The next six are hard. So it takes some practice. It is a muscle that needs to be exercised. But, you know, if you're someone who wants to contribute, if you want to make a difference on your team, even in your life with your family, then actually taking your ideas seriously and making sure you capture them. And some of them are not going to work. And that's fine. But you're actually in the practice, in the habit of making sure you capture your thinking. And then that allows you, once you put it down on paper, something great happens that you go, oh, that's actually even better than I thought, or this makes me think about that, and that idea is even better, you start to make those connections, you start to winnow out the ones that frankly aren't going to go anywhere, that's all fine. But the whole point here is to really practice creativity, use the emotions of frustration and inspiration to bubble up those really interesting things that you want to think about or fix and improve, and then put them down on paper, better yet, together, (laughs) and see what kind of interesting babies that they can create. Okay, this has been a really fun conversation. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it has inspired you. I hope it has not frustrated you. <laughs> so have some fun with us. Definitely take action. Let us know what happens at questions@strategiccoach.com. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, here's to your team success. Hi, Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes. And we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach program for entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more team success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com.